this next semester, and it's just a really cool chance to use what I'm learning in school. Um, I get the experience of some hands-on practice, and I get to use um, use that opportunity to tell people about um, God and what how he wants more than just physical healing for them, how he wants their souls to be healed as well. So, um, yeah, so on the next slide is um, talks about um, MMI, which is Medical Missions International, and it is the team, um, SBU partners with them and goes down to Peru. So they've been in Peru since 2004, and that's a lot of words, but the picture the um, is a map of Peru, and we are Red Circle, that is the area that we're going to. It's Cusco. It's a rural area. It's in the Andes Mountains. It's um, near Machu Picchu, um, and it's a really cool, just a beautiful area, and there's a lot of um, very, very poor people there. And we can go to the next one. And so SBU has been going to Peru since 2009. Um, this will be the 12th team. And they've sent 11 so far. And the important bullet point is third one up. And just it's talking about how we're there to assist an already established and an already ongoing um, ministry that's already there. And I just think that's very important to not just one and done, in and out. Um, but it's, part, it's partnering with people who are there full time, who live there, who this is their ministry and their life. And they really know what the people need. And then we just get to go and help them. Um, go further with that. And so um, on the next slide, um, just talking about how um, Peru, it's, they call it kind of the land of contrast because you have so much beauty. It's just this gorgeous um, place, but then there's so much poverty as well. Lima, Peru is the um, third biggest city in the Americas, 10 million people. Um, so there's just a lot of people, and there's a lot of very, very poor people, and they don't have ex access to medical care. They don't have access to um, anything rehabilitation-wise, and just um, just very, very poor. And but it is also a very beautiful country, and a lot of like the picture of the cathedral. It has a lot of Catholic influence, so there is some beautiful cathedrals there. And um, on the next slide, um, the clinic we will be setting up is. It's so a week, week-long clinic, so they've gotten the word out that we'll be there. Um, people come from all over the countryside, and we'll get to just do some hands-on. It's pediatric, so um, working with kids focused, but um, the bigger point, or we let anybody come, but that's the focus. And um, on, So it's a week-long, and we get to do just some hands-on work and get to actually use the PT skills that we're learning, and then there's also supervisors, so when they don't know, they'll be able to help us out. And um, the next slide is, so Jody, she's the head PT there. She's full-time missionary and full-time PT, and she's just in charge of the project down there. And then that's the um, last year's team from um, Missouri and with the team that's there year-round. And uh, that's just the picture of them partnering together and being able to do that together. And then um, next one, we get to see about 100 patients in that um, week-long setting, and we get to really interact with them and um, just 
the cool thing about PT is you look at the, you get to look at their whole body, not just like, oh, their knee hurts, but why does their knee hurt? Maybe it's a hip problem and you just get to hopefully use that time to really see. And then we're also bringing a lot of medical equipment down, uh, hopefully. Um, so we have like walkers and, uh, wheelchairs and just crutches and everything. And we're going to give that to them and hopefully fit them for it and so that they're able to use that and um, that will benefit their life. Um, and then we'll have daily devotionals and debriefs, and that's just, um, we really want our time to be focused on bringing Christ to these people and sharing who he, what Christ's character is. You look at um, when Jesus was walking here on earth, and he, like, so much of his ministry was healing and just how those two, the, the body and the soul, go together. And um, just that's what we're hoping to do is be like Christ. And um, we're not perfect at that, but we want our focus to be on him. And um, So the next one is some of the details. Anybody speaks Spanish and wants to help me pronounce the name of the place I am going? That would be very helpful. But it's rural, uh, rural, rural Cusco and then that long word that I can't say. <laughs> Hayapada? Wayapada. Yeah. Um, you know the next one? <laughs> Law. Law. <laughs> uh, so that's November 21st through December 1st. Um, and it, the trip is 3,300. And then, um, yeah, that's some of the details. And then, uh, the next one is just how um, you guys can help me and um, just how uh, there's just three different ways. And um big one is just prayer. And I don't trust the power of prayer as much as I should. And that's something I need to work on. But really, if you can just partner with me and pray for the people there and pray for their hearts as they're preparing, as we're preparing to go, and then our hearts as well as we um, get to go down there and just pray for my team. Not all of them are walking with Christ, and I just pray that that this can be impactful for them as well. And they're, they're my friends, and I just want them to know who Christ is in that as well. Um, then also I have a garage sale on August 14th here uh, up in Woodland. And so if anybody has any stuff they just want to get rid of, if you want to donate that stuff, and um, I'm going to use all those proceeds to go up to um, – to go towards the Peru trip. And then um, if you want to donate financially, you can talk to me after the service. Um, that talks a little bit. The checks can be made out to SBU PT Missions Fund. And then if you just put my name and um, Peru, or you can just make the check out directly to me, Kyla Lee, um, or you can talk to me after. There's also a website you can go online and donate there as well. And, um, yeah, I'm just really excited for this trip. My uh, my sister-in-law is from Peru, uh, and I lived with her for three years, so Peru is somewhere that I've been wanting to go for a while now. I'm just really excited to have this opportunity and to get to use what I'm the skills I'm learning and get to use that for Christ, and that's just a lot of things coming together that I get to get to be a part of. And so, yeah, if you guys could be praying for me, I'm just really excited and thank you already for your support for letting me come up here and talk and I just I love this church and this place and yeah thank you guys have a good one
Hi, um, so Greg said I'm Hope. Um, I didn't think it was that funny. <laughs> so um, I, um, going into Dunes, like, I I was really, really excited. Um, so I was going to counsel a group of middle school girls and, like, super excited. I wanted to go because, like, I grew up, like, elementary, like, through middle school, high school, like, going to summer camps, like, going and, and like, getting to know my counselor and, like, learning about God that way. And, like, it was such, like, a big part in my life and my spiritual growth um, that I wanted to to go and, like, walk along um, side with, like, girls um, in that way. Um, so leading into dunes, my summer was super, super busy, and I was off doing a bunch of other stuff. And so so going into that week, like the day before I left, I was just exhausted um, in, like, so many ways, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I just um, I had nothing inside of me. Um, and I – but I had to go. Like, I signed up to do it. So I was like, hey, like, I'm going to go. Um, so a lot of my attention was still – and Camus, like, driving up, and, and, like, my focus and my heart, um, and staff day, like, gets there, and they're, like, trying to, like, train us how to be, like, camp counselors, and, like, telling us, like, all these tips of how to get your girls to go to bed on time, or, like, all this different stuff, and, like, the rule that everyone has to shower twice in the week, because it gets smelly if they don't, um, so, like, this, this, this staff day was just, like, full of different stuff, and, like, at the end of the day, like, I just kind of went to bed, like, man, like, I can't do this, like, I was just, like, laying there thinking, like, I'm tired. Like, I have nothing left. Like, how am I supposed to, like, show these girls, like, Jesus and, and God's love? Like, I just, I didn't have anything. So so then the girls get there, and they're just wonderful. They're all um, from the area of Dunes, so, like, Long Beach area. Um, and they're awesome, and they get along. And, like, getting to know them throughout the week was just such a blessing. Um, so that first day goes, and they have a blast, and, and lights out is 11.30, and I was like, okay, hey, like, I don't have to get up the next morning until 6.30. I'm like, that's like seven hours of sleep. I'm like, I'm going to be so good to go, like, the next day. But we only got three hours of sleep that night because they don't like to go to bed. Um, so, so right off the bat, like, not only was I tired going into it, but now, like, three hours of sleep and a full week ahead of me with middle schoolers, I was like, I cannot do this. Um, so, like, I was super just, like, dependent on God, like, to give me energy and, and just, like, patience um, with these girls because I just didn't know how I was going to get through on my own. Um, so one of my biggest struggles throughout the week um, was, was the, the spiritual side of the week um, because a lot of the girls, my girls, came. They came for the fun. They came for the games. They came um, for camp, but they didn't really come to, to get to know Jesus. Um, that was really frustrating because I came because I wanted to be able to help them walk in that. Um, so there was one day during our like devotion time where all the girls is toward the end of the week were just sitting there like staring off into space. Like they weren't reading their Bibles. They weren't doing anything like that we were trying to do in that time. Um, and I just was really frustrated sitting there um, because I wanted them to get it. Like I wanted them to, to get like God's love. Um, and I was just praying like, like God, like, I'm here to, like, love on these girls and, like, help them. Like, how do I do that? Um, and then he was just like, okay, hey, like, go to uh, 1 Corinthians. Can I find it? Um, 1 Corinthians 13. So I was like, okay. Um, so I turned there, and the chapter, it's called The Way of Love. Um, and, and it's a really, like, famous chunk of verses. 
um, in a lot of ways, but like reading it with these girls in mind, like changed my perspective on it. And it's First um, Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, and it's um, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or nor boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own ways. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And, like, just sitting there, like, thinking about that, like, like I was there to love on those girls. And I had, like, kind of given up in a lot of ways because they weren't getting it yet. And it made, it was really hard for me. Like, that endurance had run out. I, I stopped hoping for them in that way. Um, and and I just, like, was hit with this, like, guilt of, like, man, like, I'm not loving on these girls like I should. Um, and so then that night and the next day, like, even though I had – not been the best um, in that way for them. Like, like two of the most unlikely girls in my cabin, like, opened up and, like, shared some really hard stuff in their life, like, stuff that just, like, made me mourn that they had to go through that as middle schoolers. Um, and and one night they both stepped forward to, like, start a relationship with Jesus. And it was the – it just blew me away because here I was thinking that there was nothing going on in their hearts. And, like, God was like, I got this. Like, like you, you don't. Like, it was all him um, in every way. And and um, one of my girls decided um, to share her notes with us one night um, about about what she had learned at camp. Um, and like, just getting to like read this was um, probably one of the most crazy things. Um, so she wrote. Um, and the speaker of the week, his name was Chris, just to explain that. So she wrote, I finally understand everything that Chris had said and started absorbing it like a sponge and can do everything that God and Jesus wants me to do. I'm so happy right now. I can hear people call me names, but it doesn't hurt me. And it's like this pain has been lifted off my heart and I can breathe perfectly. I feel alive and well now, like I was given a second chance at life. I've never felt like this in my entire life. Nothing else truly matters except believing in God. I finally am better off. Um, I will finally be better off like than like I used to be acting like I can do everything on my own. But now I understand that I can't do anything without God. And just like getting to hear like her and like that was kind of where I was at. I wanted to like lead these girls to God and like like make them get it, but I couldn't. Like it was God like working in their hearts. So like walking away from that week, like it was like just so crazy to see like how how God is so good and he works in us and like we like we're nothing like compared to his his goodness and greatness. So Thank you. Awesome. I'm going to invite Kai and uh, Rio and Alex up here. That was a video from ETV, which is the high school camp that our church partners up with about six other churches. Um, that was our service project day. Uh, every year, uh, students go out and they, they serve the community that, um, that we're living in for a week. And it's been awesome just to be a witness in that way. So here's Kai. Hey, guys. I'm Kai. Um, this is my second year at ETV, and man, I was like super excited all year just to go to ETV because last year was just like so great. But like two days before, I was I became like really anxious and nervous, like, oh, what is God gonna do? What if He doesn't do anything? Which is just like completely silly. <laughs> but like God really did work um, that week, and like he. <laughs> It's funny he he brought someone to Christ through Sloppy Joe tacos. Like that's like <laughs> like like that's just so wild and just strange. But um, yeah, <laughs> my tent group was really awesome. I got a group of guys that I was all familiar with, and like right from the start, we we were just transparent with each other and really awesome. It was really awesome just like just seeing them like grow even like through the week. And 
Matt Dennis was an awesome leader to have. And uh, yeah, we it was it's funny because um, most of the people in our group like we're like nothing alike, but we all like work together so well and bond together and love down each other so well. Um, yeah, my friend Ethan said that like man, we're nothing alike, but like I enjoy all you guys. <laughs> but yeah, and. Yeah, it's crazy just to see what he did in the lives of just people in my tent group. Um, yeah, yeah, one of the, one of the kids like hadn't felt anything for three years, and like I think it was the last uh, the last service. Like he he just like was just overwhelmed with like joy and 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 just love. And we came back to small group, and he was laughing, and I was like, wow, that's I was just like so overwhelmed, and joy was just like filling me up just seeing him. And that was just amazing. <laughs> um, I know in my life, um, God really called me out on a lot of things um, that week. Um, uh, <laughs> the theme was untamed, and a lot of my life, I haven't, I've been really timid, and um, haven't been like forward with my faith and stuff. And if <laughs> uh, Matt Eldridge, like, there's a game that we played where uh, <laughs> I. Where a bunch of people were blindfolded up, there was like five of us, and I was up there, and we danced in front of the whole camp, and then everyone was pulled off except for me. And if I and if I can dance like in front of a whole camp, then I can share um, Christ with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, like I, I just realized like how how ridiculous like is it that I can I can do the whip in front of all these people but I can't talk I, I can't talk to like my closest friend about like about Jesus like um, yeah so God really been calling me out on stuff like that and maybe even going on a mission trip like after um, uh, listening to Greg's forum like he was talking about missions and um, I don't know maybe that's something in, in my life that I need to be doing but maybe the mission is is here maybe the mission is I don't know in Peru like Kyla but um yeah. <laughs> I think God really does work in mysterious ways. Um, sometimes you know it's Him, and other times you have no idea why this is happening to you. Um, when I was in fourth grade, my grandma passed away, and I didn't really, I mean, I knew she was gone, but you don't realize that they're not coming back. Um, and Watching how that affected me when I was um, in freshman, sorry, when I was a freshman, I was kind of at a bad place in my life and, you know, it was like, nobody loves me and I'm not enough and I'll never be enough. And um, I found a letter that she had written to me that um, my parents never gave me. But as I was searching through a box for stuff, I was sitting there crying on the floor like, oh my gosh, like, you know, it kind of like finally hit me that like she was gone, but she was in a better place and that she'd always have us in her heart and that um, she was a follower in Christ. So I eventually would get to see her one day. But um, it was it was an odd change in my life because the next day I was invited to church by my boyfriend and I had this crazy, weird experience. I had no idea what happened. And I messaged Hope on Facebook and she was like, you should come to Stories Week, and which was, you know, conveniently the day after that. And, <laughs> right? right, like, God takes this 
really terrible experience and turns it into something wonderful. Um, three years later, I was finally able to go to ETV, and <laughs> that was an amazing week. It's kind of the only word for it. Um, I was able to accept Christ, Christ because I realized, like, I am enough. Like, you don't have to change anything in your life because you're never going to be perfect, and we're always going to be sinners, but... You know, like we were made in God's image and to think any less of yourself is to, you know, in a sense, like think less of God. And he's so incomprehensible and his love for us is so untamed that you can't even wrap your head around it. So I don't know why I'm trying to explain it. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's. You know, kind of like as Kai said, it's like you kind of like you have to share this with your friends and with your family. Like even though it's terrifying, and even though like you've had bad stuff happen in your life, like you know it gets better. You know he's going to use that later, and he's got plans. <laughs> so um, my name is Matt, and uh, what you just got to see was a picture of one of the Young Life camps. Um, that we had this summer, Washington Family, Family Ranch Canyon, and then the other camp um, that we went to for Camas High School was Malibu in Canada. Uh, we had 57 freshmen. Um, they're going to be sophomores this next year, go to Malibu. And then we had about 30 students, um, sophomore through senior, that went to Canyon from that video that you just saw. And if you're here for the first week and never heard about Young Life Harvest um, Church here, is big supporters uh, of Young Life. Young Life's a nonprofit organization that um, is an outreach ministry to high school and middle school students um, to be a relational ministry to present the gospel in a way that students can hear the gospel in their own language. Um, and in a way that invites them in no matter where they're at and, and loves them and walks with them through life um, no matter what they choose, whether they choose to follow Jesus or start that relationship or not. I'm on staff with Young Life and there's several people here that have gotten involved with Young Life over the years. Um, and so we're going to have some people share about Young Life. Um, first, I'm going to invite Frank Mailing up because he's going to share about his experience at Malibu. Um, he was an adult guest with Michelle, um, and so he was pretty spoiled all week, I think. Um, and he spoiled us as well. So here's Frank. All right, you get to hear the old man's perspective now of uh, young life. And um, so, yeah, my wife Michelle and I were there. Uh, we actually won the trip at a young life auction. Um, it was our 25th anniversary this year, and uh, I, I thought, oh, we're going to go to this auction with the, the goal of, you know, getting one of these trips that are offered, and, and we kept getting outbid by everything. And um, but but then this this uh, trip came up for Malibu, and of course, no, it's not California. That was the first thing I'm going. Malibu, that's weird. But uh, but yeah, so Malibu, it's in British Columbia, um, and and so the guy's going on and on. You know, it was only one bidder. And one person had bid on it, and, and they were at our table. They had gone the year before, and so we're we're sitting there, and I'm going, "What do you think you want to do this?" You know, I mean, it was the last item up. You know, it's like we missed out on all the trips, and uh, and they, uh, you know, the guy goes, "Okay, going once, going twice," and right when he said sold, I said, "Wait, I'll do it." And so I put my hand up. He goes, "You want it?" He's like, yeah, I want it, and, and no one else bid, and so we got the trip. So anyway, so we went on this thing, and my wife's going, "Really? That's our anniversary trip." And I'm going, I thought you wanted to do it. Anyway, so so we went, 
Um, and beautiful place. I mean, you know, at least the good part is that my wife was happy in the end and she, so that was big. Um, but, uh, but you know, it was really cool. Um, great thing. You know, we mentioned all the freshmen that came from Camus, um, big group and you know, what about 400 kids there in general, I think, but, um, yeah, it's just, it was really cool that they had this camp just for freshmen. Uh, because, uh, it, it allowed them to be who they are. You know, I mean, they, they didn't have to compare themselves with the upper grades and stuff like that. And so it was really cool. Um, the, the other part is I've got a great new appreciation, appreciation for techno music. Um, so I invite you all to enjoy the, the, the sounds. It's awesome. Um, it's also amazing that, you know, these freshmen are singing songs from the year I graduated high school, uh, Don't Stop Believing from Journey, uh, with all their heart and voice. It's just amazing. Um, but, you know, seriously though, what's great about Young Life, and I, I was not really understanding everything about Young Life. I mean, I had kind of an outsider's understanding, but, um, to see them take the kids where they're at and, um, and just, you know, have fun. But, um, just start reaching them with the gospel and, and, uh, and just start talking into their lives. It, it, there was times when they did it, you know, with, with humor. There's times when they did it with great seriousness and, um, and just a, a great way, great introduction. As adult guests, we had the honor of kind of seeing a lot of behind the scenes stuff, how they organize things. It's really well organized. I mean, Young Life, is doing a great job. And what's really good also is that I think that, you know, for Matt in particular, we're really blessed to have Matt here because um, we have this kind of bridge. Um, I mean, Young Life and the church really be tied together. And and just bringing these kids, you know, along, it's like introduce them to Christ and then just start bringing them in so that they can learn more about what, what that relationship with Christ looks like. So um, just a great time. And the other thing that I wanted to say, which was really cool, there were so many staff members there and they're all volunteers. I mean, and they're there for a month and it's like one camp after another. And, and these are, are young people. Some are a little older too, but mostly young. And I mean, they're just, these are people who oftentimes just came to know Christ through young life and, and they're just serving. And it's great to see that element too. So, um, great time. Yeah. Wonderful. All right, so now we've got three um, students, Aubrey and Austin and Kaylee, who are going to share with you guys about some of their experience at Washington Family Ranch Canyon. Thank you, Matt. Okay, so like Matt said, my name's Aubrey, and I went to Washington Family Ranch this time. Um, ever since I was a freshman, this crazy girl named Haley Grunwald invited me to Young Life, and I just so looked up to her. Yeah, go Haley. Um, so I started going to Young Life, and I just loved it. I thought, oh, this is fun, kind of cool, so I'll go. Um, so I've been going to Young Life for a couple years, and then, so I had a game changer. Summer going into my junior year, my dad lost his job, and um, it was really hard. Like, our whole family dynamic changed a lot out of it. A lot There was a lot of insecurities that kind of came out of that. I was really worried about money all the time, what my friends would think of me. Um, and it just kind of put up this fake front. Like, that was, like, the beginning of a lot of anger and bitterness towards a lot of people. And um, I was just turning into a totally different person. It was really hard. And so this camp time came around, and I thought, you know what? I just, I'll invite my friends to camp. You know, it's not going to be a big deal. It'll be fun. I'll just get away for a week. But I'm unreachable. Like, God can't do anything for me. Um, I have too much anger. I have too much stuff going on. Like, it'll just be a fun week, whatever. So we get to Washington Family Ranch, which is just the most amazing place on earth. 
And um, that's my group of girls also up there in the bottom left corner. And so we're there, and I just have the most amazing girls in my cabin, like the most fun time, best week. Um, but the whole time as we're going through the week, I'm like, okay, like this God stuff, like it's cool. I'm really glad my friends like it. I support them. That's awesome. But it's not for me. Like I unreachable. It's not going to work. Um, so one day we're walking. We had just done the go-karts, and I'm really adrenaline-driven. I love that kind of stuff. Like most of the girls in my cabin know that about me. And um, we're walking by, and off in the distance, we see this ropes course that we all have to do at least once. And so we're walking, and I'm walking with my leader, Kathleen, and she's like, oh, like, you just love go-karts. You love adrenaline. Like, do you like the ropes course? And I was like, no, I hate the ropes course. She's like, well, why? I'm like, I don't trust it. Like, I don't trust people. I don't trust myself to get through it. And it was just, like, super quick, brief conversation. We are like, okay, like, move on. That's it. Um, so anyways, we go, we're going through the week, and it's the last day, and that is the day of the ropes course. And so for those of you that don't know, the ropes course is like 50 feet tall in the air, and you're hooked into this little harness and rope, and you have to get yourself through all these different obstacles up in the air. And so I was like, oh, like, I got this. It's good. not going to be a big deal. Well, we get to the ropes course, and I am freaking out. We get up there, and I am like crying and crying and sobbing and I'm like not afraid of heights it was just the whole trust thing like I did not trust myself I did not trust the people up there and all my leaders they kept yelling at me they're like just trust God I'm like well how can I even like trust God to like get me through this ropes course when I don't trust him with my life and my family and all this different stuff um so my friend Kaylee which is over, she's over there you're gonna love her she's a doll anyways <laughs> She just pretty much, she dragged me through that ropes course. I'm just crying and crying. And I am like, the whole time I'm up there, I am so angry with God. I'm like, I am mad at you. I don't trust you. Like, this sucks. I don't trust myself. Um, so I get to the last obstacle on the ropes course, which is pretty much like just this little type rope that you got to walk across. And I am crying and crying. And so I get there, and there's this really cool summer staff lady up there. And her name was Molly. And I was just like so angry. She's like, and the last thing you have to do is you have to jump off this just 50 feet. It's called Leap of Faith, and you just have to trust that I'm, I said that wrong, but that's okay. It's called Leap of Faith, and you just have to jump, and you have to trust that, like, the people are going to catch you, and you're not going to fall. And I was just, like, so angry. She's like, are you ready to jump? I'm like, no, I'm not ready to jump. And so um, in that moment, ooh, okay. <laughs> and so in that moment, it was kind of, I was like, whoa, like, I need to, like, step back. And, I like, that was the moment, I guess, where I was like, okay, I need to, like, give up all this stuff. Like, I really need to trust God because, like, I'm a wreck. Like, I've been faking it too long. I'm angry. I'm bitter. Like, this isn't working out. And so I was up there, and I'm like, Molly, I need your help. She's like, okay. And I was like, I really just want to trust God. Like, will you just pray with me? She's like, all right, let's do this. So um, just a super short, brief prayer where we're like, Lord, please help me trust you. Like, trust. That was the main thing. And so she's like, okay, do you want to, like, kind of lean into it? Like, how do you want to, like, do this jump? I'm like, I just got to jump in. And I was, she was like, okay. So I jumped off, like just totally jumped in. I'm like crying and crying. And so that like jump, I guess, was kind of like a symbol of me like jumping back into God and being like, God, like I trust you with my life. Like even though I'm angry and bitter, like I want to give it to you and I want your help. Um, so that happened and I got really close to all these girls and like I got to open up to them and they opened up to me and it was just like the most amazing thing that happened. Um, so coming back from camp, I was like, shoot, like I don't want to go back. Like, I don't want this to be like a camp high, like where I trust God now. And then I come back and I just get really angry and bitter again. Like, that's going to suck. Um, so really nervous about that. So I came back and we're, we have our campaigner group, which is a time where our girls from camp, like it's like cabin time back at home. Like we do it once a week with me and it's super cool and awesome. So we come back and I'm like nervous, but it's been like, God's kind of like borderline, like crazy, like creepy in this way, <laughs> where almost 
every single day I have been back, um, the verse Proverbs 3, 5 has come up like every single day since I've been back in like the most random ways. And that verse is trust in the Lord with all your heart. So trust. It's always coming back to that. So almost every single day it's come up. It came up in my Jesus calling. It came up. Um, we went Bible shopping with all these girls and like there's this little card in the store that like they have all these cards with your names on it. And so we like found me. I'm like, oh, there's Aubrey. And the verse was Proverbs 3, 5. They're like, it's been insane. Um, I asked a question. I went to youth group and I asked a question in, to Greg and he immediately he said Proverbs 3, 5. And we're like all looking at each other. I'm like, God's kind of creepy. <laughs> and so um, just like, yeah, it's been insane. So just like coming back, um, it's, it's been really comforting, even though it's been like crazy that I'm. Um, like, I can trust God, and, like, even though it's hard to, like, not go back to this anger and bitterness and not worry about, like, money or all this different stuff, like, God's got me. I can trust him, and, like, um, and now I have, like, all these girls and these people I can walk through it with. So, yeah, that was my experience at the ranch, and I'm really grateful for it. Hi, everybody. I'm Austin, and uh, originally I was not planning on going to this camp. Uh, God, through Matt... Eldridge and Matt Quintana uh, kind of pulled me in, and uh, I was busy with baseball. Uh, that's my life in the summer. Uh, so I guess what kind of happened was I wasn't planning on doing anything. Then Matt texts me right before he leaves for um, Malibu and uh, asks if uh, I still wanted to go, and I was kind of like on the edge the entire summer. Um, and I just decided, you know, I talked to my parents, and we decided it was okay. So uh, I went to Washington Family Ranch, and uh, I knew all my friends were going, which was extremely comforting, and uh, it was a fantastic experience. Um, I've always had attention to God or given attention to God, but I haven't fully given my attention to God, which is not great, especially in my life. Uh, Matt gave me something about busyness, and it's kind of pertaining to Satan, so um, that's kind of how I was looking at it as I went into camp. and. Um, Getting rid of that busyness was a huge thing for me. I was able to relax and kind of get to know God better. Um, it was fantastic, especially in cabin talks, being able to let things out that I hadn't really shared with anybody and knowing that they were trustworthy and that I could grow with those people on more than just you know an acquaintanceship level. Um, there were so many activities there that were fantastic to do with everybody, um, go-karting, all the physical activities, but with club and then with cabin talk and everything um, pertaining to God, that was kind of what made it so fantastic because we were able to do things differently and not worry about the outside world, not worry about what other people think. And it's fantastic because now we're carrying it into the real world here. And so through campaigners, which Aubrey talked about, it's like cabin talk here. Um, we're able to carry it over. We're not able to, I mean, we, we can change, but. Um, we don't have to necessarily feel like it's all at camp. We can carry it over here. We can read the Bible verses. Um, and I'm able to make changes in my life. Um, at camp, I was able to get guidance from God in situations where I didn't have guidance. I was lost. And that was really comforting throughout the entire time. Um, so now I feel able to make changes. And I've already started two big parts of my life, relationships and family. So um, I'm looking to continue that, and I'm so thankful that Matt and Matt were able to bring me to camp. It was a life changer, for sure. Um, 
I'm Kaylee, and so um, going into camp, I really, I was kind of like Austin, I really didn't know if I was like making the right choice, and coming it kind of took me a while, I know Aubrey asked me, and originally I said no, and then Hope told me that she was going, and I decided to try it out, but I didn't really know if it, I was making the right choice, like I knew I was missing out on things at home, so I didn't know if it would be like worth it, um, and going into it, I really didn't know like anything about it, um, I was just all I knew about it was from like the videos that were shown at Young Life, like go-karting and zipline and the pool and stuff like that. And, you know, I didn't really, I was honestly just kind of going more for the fun, you know. I honestly going into it didn't really have any intention of having a stronger relationship with God. But as soon as I, like, all I had heard before was like, it's the best week of your life. And I was, I was like, how do you, how can you have the best week of your life from a camp. I didn't really understand it, but as soon as I got there, like, I understood, like, Washington Family Ranch is so beautiful, like, you can't even explain it, and, like, having all the girls, like, they're, they're all my friends, like, to start out with, but, like, having, like, seeing their relationship with God, like, made me really, like, start to think, like, even before we got there, like, like, do I want that, and so, like, just being there with all those girls that are, like, someone to look up to, and, like, seeing all the beauty, just, like, at Washington Family Ranch, it really, like, made me think, like, why am I actually here? And, like, every night we'd go to a talk with Kent, which was, like, who was on the video, and um, he was t always just talking. I mean, the theme of the week was, like, love and, like, God loves you no matter where you are in your relationship or no matter, like, what you've done or anything. And, like, one of his analogies was, like, there was two chairs and, like, one was turned, like, one was God and then one was, like, turned away from him and you, like, you can't turn the chair around on your own. Like, you just have to, like, give it all to God and, like, have him help you turn it around. And I thought that was, like, a really, like, important part in the week. And so um, after having everyone, like, like, it was such a, like, cool and, like, safe environment to, like, ask questions and, like, get help and stuff like that. And so I think, like, coming back from camp, like what Aubrey said, you know, I didn't know, like, how it would work at home, you know, like, at um, camp, all you had to do was, like, there was literally no responsibilities. You could do whatever you wanted all all day long, <laughs> and that's not how the real world works, so, <laughs> and there's more things to, like, worry about than, like, just your relationship with God and, like, relationships with people and things like that, and so, but coming home, like, having campaigners and having, like, a bunch of girls that I grew close with, it was a really, like, great opportunity, and I am definitely now can say that camp was the best week of my life. So, yeah. All right, the band can come on up and bear with me really quick. So, um, how many Seahawk fans do we have here? So, if I had asked that question maybe four years ago, there'd be like one person that would raise their hand. And why I say that, hang on, hang on. Um, is there's some people in here, and you know who you are, that you hopped on the bandwagon. Um, and you jumped right on because everybody was getting stoked about the Seahawks, and you weren't, like, just bummed about Matt Hasselbeck anymore. And you were like, hey, what's going on right now is really awesome, and I got to be a part of it. Um, man, like, with what God's doing in the hearts of students, what God's doing at Camas High School, what God's doing at Skyridge and at Liberty, like... We want you guys to hop on the bandwagon, and this bandwagon isn't isn't for people that that are just young or just for people that 
know that they're good with students or just for people that have a lot of time or just for people that don't have kids. Like we want people to come in because this is about God's kingdom, like coming in power, because there are so many students who either are in the process of, of wondering like, man, do I give my life to Jesus or have given their life to Jesus? And frankly, like in youth group with the amount of staff that we have, we can't disciple like all of them. There's no way. Like there are going to be people that fall through the cracks. There's going to be like those seeds that are planted that are going to, going to start having thorns come around it unless we have more people that can tend to the flock, more people that can take care of those and walk with the, those that are coming to know Jesus. Um, same with Young Life. Uh, you don't have to be crazy. You don't have to um, have all the energy in the world um, to be a part of it. But we need you, and God is calling you to to be a part of what He's doing, and He'll take care of you the rest of the way. Like He equips those that are unequipped. Um, so if you're sitting here and you got excited about some of this and what God's doing, maybe part of that reason is because God's saying, "Because I want you to be involved with it too." Um, just like Alex was talking about, like today wasn't just for us to celebrate with students. Maybe God has something for you that stood out that maybe your story connected a bit to something a student shared, or maybe you're like, man, like, I just feel like there's nobody in my life I'm discipling right now or walking with. Um, we need people and we need you and harvest. You've been so good at supporting us in so many ways financially, like, any time that we have asked for anything, you've gone above and beyond like what, what I could ever um, ask of you guys. And you've supported so many students to go to camp. But I'd love it to see some of your faces there, too, walking alongside students as well at ETV here at Youth Group. And maybe it's not that you're a full-on leader. Maybe there's another role. Um, whatever you have to offer, that's the full body of Christ working together. It's not just that you have to be full on in in this way or that way. Like we'll, we'll find things like maybe you just have a minivan. We will borrow it several times, uh, every year. Um, maybe you like to cook. I eat. So, um, it, yeah, our, our leaders for Young Life, like food is provided for us, like every single week before club and Katie Shuck heads that up. With, with youth group, like there's times where we need help setting up with things or running soundboard or, or whatnot. But honestly, the biggest thing I could invite you guys into is discipling students. Um, there's no greater joy that, that I've had in my life than get to walking with, getting to walk with students and getting to see them come to know Christ, follow him, and then disciple others as well. There's no greater joy that you could experience. I know some of you feel that for your own kids. Um, and so I, I don't have kids of my own, um, but this is the closest. <laughs> thanks, Leanna. Uh, but this is like the closest thing like I've, I've experienced to seeing these kids raise up, um, become then my brothers and sisters in Christ, and in turn go and share the good news with others as well. So please, if that, like if your heart rings for that, or maybe you're terrified right now, that's a good indication you should talk to me or talk to Greg um, after the service because we'd love to see where you might fit um, in youth group um, and, and working with high schoolers or middle schoolers uh, with Young Life as well. So thank you guys so much. Seriously, like so much of what we do cannot be done without all your support and how you've taken care um, of us, um, how you've taken care of me and Greg and so many of the other leaders here uh, that work with high school and middle school students. So thank you guys. And I think we're going to pray for the offering now or we're going to sing. Um, also, don't worry about getting injured. Those are sold separately if you get involved with students.